are listening to Discovery Church Podcast. My goodness. Hey, I just want to say a special, uh, special hi to all the moms in this place. Uh, as Ula said earlier, I know that Mother's Day could be great for some people, hard on others. And so we don't want to just honor the moms that are here. We want to honor the moms that have left us and gone to a better place. <laughs> Everyone's like, what is he talking about? Um, we want to honor them, and uh, we want, want to honor the people who are believing in faith that they one day will become a mom. Let's go. Uh, we have we've seen miracle after miracle with uh, moms that wanted to become moms, and they couldn't, but then Jesus did his thing, and uh, they're actually, their babies are walking around here right now. And so... Um, and so I just wanted to make sure that, that when we celebrate moms, that we're celebrating all the mommies out there. Hey, if I had not yet had the privilege to meet you, my name's John. I get this amazing opportunity to pastor uh, this community that we call Discovery. And uh, if you came here and this is your first time, it's going to be a little different um, because we're actually going to hear from a panel of moms um, on, on life and how they integrate faith with motherhood. And I think uh, moms are like the strongest people in the world. And so, um, so we're going to hear from them in, in, in one sec. Again, I just want to introduce to you our panels of moms that we have. Uh, first off, the mom of the house, my beautiful wife, uh, Vanessa. And, um, and then we have uh, Judy. We have Angela and Jerrica and Julia and uh, man, we're, I'm just looking forward to, to chatting with, with you moms and um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So ready for my first question? Start there. Okay. So um, if, if you are not a mom here like if you're like a guy still lean in like there's gonna be so much wisdom here's my first uh question what is your go-to power scripture verse or your go-to uh bible story okay i'll go first (laughs) um so my scripture that i go to is uh, Psalm 69:30? It says, "Then I will praise God's name with singing, and I will honor Him with thanksgiving." So, <laughs> my son is 16 months old, and he is in the leap where he just wants to test everything. My patience, what he can get away with. Angela's been over; he's thrown stuff down the toilet, <laughs> and so in with this verse in the midst of frustration. Um, or when he's not going to sleep or he's not eating his food or he's just screaming at me, I start to just say, God, I'm so thankful for Leo. Thank you for your creation. Thank you for entrusting me as his mom. Please give me the guidance and the patience and the um, tools to be the mom that you have created me to be and the, um, the son that you've created him to be. That's so, cool. yeah. Yeah. So mine I have 
Ephesians 4, 2, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love. Mm. Um, my son is seven, going on 16, and there are days where exorcist mom comes and I don't know where she comes from. <laughs> but I try really hard to remind myself that I try to teach them and I know that God is love and I have to have that patience with him and to overcome that I need love and just to breathe and remind myself that in his frustration there's so many things he could be going through or he's feeling and when kids are young they have a hard time communicating that and knowing how to express what they feel so I remind myself of that have patience and show love because that's what he needs yeah Uh, go-to power verse is Proverbs 22, 6. Train up a child in the way he should go, and even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Um, I feel like that is God's promise to us as parents. If we like run the course and stay faithful, um, that's his promise to us that our children are going to follow what we teach them when they're younger. And in today's society, it's so easy to become a lazy parent because media is like, let them express themselves and, you know, it's okay to stay up until two in the morning and have a YouTube channel and, you know, you have, they have all these influences. Um, I have a five-year-old, a nine-year-old, an 11-year-old, and my nine and 11-year-old do not understand why they're not allowed to have cell phones. And, you know, as a mom, you want nothing more to bless your children and, and for them to have everything, but there's, there's a time and there's a place. And being a godly parent and just running that course of, you know, no, this is, this is how this is going to be. And you will go to bed at this time and being consistent and follow through is providing the structure that they're going to need when they're older. And sometimes, you know, work full time and it's busy. You're like, yes, just leave me alone and go <laughs> on your iPad for six hours. Just go do your thing. But it's like, train up a child in the way that they go and they're not going to depart from it. So that's my go-to verse when it's going. Hi. My go-to verse is trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your path. And that has been my go-to scripture for the past 22 years with my children. And when I had that revelation in my heart, it was when my children were young and I, they were 8 years old and 10, 11 years old. And I was a crazy mom. I sent my kids to Tulsa, Oklahoma to kids camp. What mom does that? I was crazy when I was young and my kids were young. Anyway, that became my scripture because... With your understanding, it is with your mind, your will, and your emotions. And when he says, trust in him with all of your heart, I had to do that, sending my kids to Tulsa, Oklahoma, on an airplane, five hours away. And he gave me that revelation in my heart, and it was like, you know what, God? How do I do that? And he gave me the strength and the peace to let my kids go, travel on an airplane for a whole week. And they had fun. But I was the one that, crazy as I was, 
It was like, yeah, well, God, I need help then. I need your help. I need you to show me. I need you to help me. And one thing you did show me is that, Judy, my plans are not yours. My way is not yours. I have a plan and a future for you. And therefore, my kids have fun. God gave me peace. He gave me the strength to, to enjoy my week while they enjoyed their week. So Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, get a hold of that and keep it in your heart because when you go to tests and trials and situations, it's there for you when you need it really bad. Amen? That's good. So my go-to verse is 2 Corinthians 12, 9. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so Christ's power may rest on me. And this verse is really uh, just because I've been going through some seasons lately. I don't know how many of you are going through seasons, but I, I've just been going through a season where my kids have been sick. And that's, there's nothing worse to have to see your child go through like a sickness or just a trial or a tribulation. As a parent, you feel like you need to be that strength for them. You need to, to be there. And then not on top of that, you're, you have other responsibilities. But I have to remember where my strength comes from, and that ultimately comes from the Lord. And I, and I think in a way it should give me peace, but obviously my, my mind just, I, I do come from a household where anxiety is real, where depression is real. But I just have to go back to this verse. No matter what season you are in your life, it, it just to remember that God's grace is sufficient. His goodness is still there. It's so good. And um, yeah, that's my power verse. That's good. How many would say you guys are like in a busy season in life? Like life's just super busy. Show of hands. Okay, 10 people. That's awesome. <laughs> For everyone else. <laughs> Um, uh, so, so here, here's the next question. How do you find rest in the intricacies of life, in the hecticness of life, in the busyness of life? I love the fact that our panel of moms are all in different seasons of life and stages of life. And so um, I'd love to know, how do, how do you handle that? Yeah, so um, I think community is a huge thing. Um, to be able to talk to somebody that has gone through your frustrations and has gone through your um, what, what you're going through right now. Uh, we have a text texting group going with some of the moms here. And um, sometimes we, we, we'll text each other and be like, my kid, oh my gosh, I'm going to chuck myself out a window. <laughs> but it's so it's so interesting and it's just so um I think it brings peace to know that you're not the only one that's going through this time with your child and you're not the only one that has gone through this time with your child like I said my kid is 16 months and he is all over the place running around jumping up hey he's right there um, <laughs> but he um he definitely has a lot of energy and um I ask the mom sometimes like what do you do when 
X, Y, and Z, and, and how, how do you keep yourself sane? And they're just like, well, here you go. Here's some helpful tips. And sometimes you just got to let it go. <laughs> like, you just got to let them, let them be children and let them be free. So knowing that you don't have control over every situation brings peace, and knowing that other moms also feel the same way has brought me peace with, through community. Um, for me, being a single mom, it's really hard to get some time for myself. Um, it's taken me a couple of years, but I realized that the advice I give my kids about patience and knowing that you don't have control over everything that happens is not complaining about not having time and appreciating the 20 minutes that I do have. Um, whether it be, well, I'm going to get you guys in the bath and run the water, get them in there, and it's like, okay, I'll sit here and I have 20 minutes to read a book. And I'll take 20 minutes versus, you know, a year and a half, two years ago, I'd just complain about how it's not enough. And now there isn't anything I can do right now to change my circumstances. So it is, I work and I'm, you know, at work and I work from home, but it feels like you're working all the time when you work from home. And I have my kids and it's the routine of let's do homework and you know, ask you about your day and how are things and let's watch TV and being really on the routine about, well, the show's over, it's time to get to bed. And when you do wanna just be like, keep watching it so I can fall asleep on the couch, but I can't do that. And so it's okay, let's do this. And realizing sometimes there'll be weeks that go by and I haven't done anything for myself. Yeah. Um, whether it's 20 minutes to read a book or I don't watch TV or a show. I think I spend more time channel surfing because I have no idea what to watch because I don't watch TV. Um, but it's just appreciating the short, limited time that I have versus complaining about wanting more because I can't get that right now. Yeah. So. That's so good. And shout out to single moms. Y'all are like, my goodness. My goodness. Having three kids, five to 12, and working full-time and having their sports schedules and our full-time work schedules, my husband works full-time, I work full-time, I've come to peace after the years knowing that it's just not all going to get done when I want it to get done. Um, sometimes there's going to be dishes in the sink, and sometimes there's going to be six loads of laundry, but I do find peace knowing that it is eventually going to get done. Um, and it is, and I'm honestly so blessed. I know this is Mother's Day, but I have to shout out to the hands-on dads that are not afraid to get their hands dirty, because my husband. Let's go, man. We, we are seriously a team. Like, we have, you know, in this 12 years of parenting, we can see when each other needs a break, you know, and, and if, like, hey, if laundry's there, I'm not expect it to get it done. If he sees it, he just does it, and vice versa. You know, it's like the kitchen needs to be clean. We, we don't expect it. We just try to bless each other and get it done, and I'm so blessed that I have that in him because it's a lot when you work full-time, and um, also, he can tell, babe, you just need to go have a target time, or your target's <laughs> therapy for moms, right? <laughs> just shop the aisles, you know, just look around. It's therapy. Um, or, you know, if I can see he's stressed out, okay, you need to go see a movie by yourself or just, you know, go take a bike ride. Like, we, we give each other passes to just go have some time. And for me, 
sometimes just putting worship music on just recenters my focus. Um, sometimes just taking a walk and just having that alone time so you can just think things through is how I find peace with the craziness around. So that's what I do. My kids are young adults, so I don't have them in the, my home, right? household right now, and, and I praise God that I find my rest through having fun and laughing now. I like to read books, um, self-help books, self-leadership books. I encourage myself. I influence myself because nobody else is going to do it for me. So when I need to help somebody else or influence somebody else, to go out and have fun and they can't have fun because they're going through something. You know what? I get to love on them and share the word with them or whatever it is that I am learning through self-help books and through self-leadership books that gets me strong and gives me peace. So that's how, also, I like to take vacations too. Alone, weekend getaways. I like to go on family vacations. I like to vacation by myself, vacation with my girls. And that's how I find my rest at my stage in life. I'm jealous. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Can I be real? Uh, I, I guess for me, how do I find rest? I think for the biggest thing for me, I, I can, I can um, relate with Angela, because I work full-time too, is, is finding that time of worship. As spiritual or religious as it may sound, it, it feels good to change your, your mindset at that time. There's something about listening to me, worship music that really resets the mind and, uh, and refocuses it. Because sometimes your life could just get so busy and so hectic, and you forget that it, yeah, it is out of your hands. You don't have control over these things. People, your kids get sick. People get sick. You get sick. Um, you, there's just some things you cannot control, but remember who still holds that hope for you. And so that's why worship helps me so much is because it redirects my focus on him um, who, who basically, who, uh, who is, who knows the, the beginning and the end of my life. So I, I'm grateful for him. That's good. So I have one more question, and then uh, we're going to pray for all the moms in this place. If, if you're a mom here and you want prayer, we're going to have our pastor team, our lead team up here, um, and they're going to we're going to pray for you. And 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 so, but I want to. I have one more question that I, I want to uh, ask, and and this I think is perhaps the most relatable question to to everyone here. Um, and uh, I'm learning in life that if you know where you want to end up, it's easier to set the journey to get there. Does that make sense? Instead of just trying to journey and trying to and, and be like, oh, we'll see where this ends up. Like being intentional with setting the end goal. And so... Um, I think it's I think it's important whatever stage of life you are currently in, uh, whether you're a student, uh, where, where do you want to where do you want to end up five years if you are 
a single, where, where do you want to end up in five years? A, a married couple, where, wherever you are in life, if you can set your destination, obviously make sure it's aligning with God's, hello. And, um, but if you can set the destination, it helps you on the journey. It helps you set the steps to where you want to go. And so that leads into the question, what impression do you want to leave on your kids, not just as a mom, but as a Jesus follower? So at that day when, when you're, you're, we're gone, <laughs> uh, where, where do you want your kids, where do you want to leave your kids, not just as a mom, but as, what impression do you want to leave on your kids? And so I think that if we can set that right now, it could help us steer us in the actions that we do daily to get there. Yeah, so um, my husband and I, David, he plays drums. Um, he, we're both very involved with Discovery. And so we get here early with Leo and we set up and tear down and do all this stuff. And um, I think as a Jesus follower and also as a wife, I would say that our marriage is a huge thing to show Leo. Um, oh my gosh, I've been a wreck today, so calm down. Um, <laughs> um, I think just the way that we communicate. Oh, now we got the keys going. Great. Um, <laughs> You're good, Us. I think that um, the way that we communicate with each other is a huge thing, how we talk to each other how it's not just something that we show on a Sunday morning in front of everybody, how we speak kindly to one another, even in frustration, mm -hmm. even when we want to scream at the top of our lungs. Um, I think that it's so important to be super intentional with how you speak to the person that you're teamed up with. Um, some, something that John and Vanessa actually, pastors John and Vanessa taught me, a long time ago, when they first had their first child, Eli, um, is uh, Vanessa had shared with me, she's like, the kids are, like, going to leave one day, and it's just going to be you and your husband. And they're going to be gone, and then it's just you guys. Like, you need to build a foundation as far as what your relationship looks like and not just do it because the kids are there or because... Um, because that's just what you're supposed to do as a follower of Jesus, but something that it's going to be shown in your children as well. So whatever you bring in this house, you, they are taking out of this house. And I think that has been so important for us to display for Leo. Just like we don't, we, we will argue in front of Leo, but we show grace and we show um, appreciation and we show that even though it is hard, it's not all screaming, yelling, bantering, throwing things. Not that I've thrown anything yet. But, <laughs> but that, um, that it, it can be done in a healthy way. And uh, that, yeah, that's just something I, I'm super intentional with, even at such a young age. Um, just kind of going off of that with me it's just you know with my kids and 
where I wasn't in my marriage, um, it wasn't a good place and we didn't respect each other and there was arguing, not graceful arguing. Um, and now that we are no longer together, there is more respect and I really try to model that with my kids, with their father and be understanding and there's difficulties when you're with the other parent you're not eye to eye with in regards to how you raise your children um, versus a Christian household and a non-Christian household. Um, and just really being able to show them that we have that communication. We understand we didn't before, but now I want them and be an example to them because of that. Um, you know, there's one story I do wanna share. For me, it affirms how hard I work to let them see and show them that in the end it is God. Um, do, you know, as parents, you try to protect your children when you go through things or things are rocky or financially, you don't know how you're gonna pay whatever bill you have to pay. Um, but me being on my own, there's times where I've let them see me fall apart. Um, and I talk to my kids at times like they are adults, um, and they do understand. They pay more, know more than I think a lot of parents want to admit kids do. Um, but in the end, I want them to see me through my tears as well as through my joy and my laughter, that in the end, I'm always gonna choose Jesus, and it's always gonna be God. Um, and my kids and I were in the car, actually, in the parking lot in Discovery, and we were talking about their, their fathers had gotten into a relationship, and you know, talking about how do you feel about her, do you like her, and conversations about that. And then Mateo says, Mama, can I tell you something? And I said, yeah, of course. And he said, you know, I don't need another dad. And I said, oh, you don't? He's like, I already have one. And I totally was like, what is he talking about? I'm like, okay. And we're, you know, going to leave the parking lot. And I'm like, so who, who's your other dad? And he goes, well, Jesus. And he's like, so... I have my dad, he's like, and then I have Jesus. He's like, so you don't have to marry anybody. And, and that was, for me, just left me speechless. But it made me feel amazing to know that what I have taught them is that you just need Jesus and that he will take care of you through everything that you go through, um, self-made mistakes and life that you can't control, that in the end, you know, you choose him. Yeah. Good. So. Very good. so there's a few things um, regarding impression to leave on our kids. And our first one is to always make Jesus a priority because life is a roller coaster. You have no idea where it's going to take you and you're going to have your highs and you're going to have your lows. But Jesus has always been that steady line in my life and in my husband's life. And um, we we work hard to model that for our children that, you know, we've had difficult times. You know, a year and a half ago, we lost our home in that wildfire and that literally turned our world upside down. And um, to, to not break our faith in that moment was the impression that was so important to show our kids. We had to know like, hey, this happens, it's out of our control, but we are going to love Jesus even more because he knows the end from the beginning and he is gonna be our steady line through whatever life brings to us. And um, the other thing that we do with, the, my husband and I do with each other and we 
make it a priority for our kids is to always be honest. Be honest with the Lord, be honest with each other, be honest with yourself. And sometimes honesty is really ugly, like really ugly, but at every time it will open the door to freedom. And um, that's something that we really wanna leave with our kids. And finally, the last impression is to be a high quality blesser. Just be a blessing every day. I don't have to drop my kids off every day, but when I do, and I know my husband does the same, we tell the kids before they leave to go to school, be respectful and be a blessing to someone today. Whether that's just looking out for someone or complimenting them. Um, you know, if anybody comes to our home, we wanna give them the best. You know, we always just wanna be a blessing and we wanna impart that because Jesus literally was a walking blessing. You know, he healed people, he corrected mindsets and even in the darkest times of dying on the cross, he's still blessing us because he died for our sins. Um, and uh, finally, we love to teach our kids that you work hard. You don't do anything halfway. You work hard. You play hard. That's why we take them on a vacation once a year. It's not all we can afford. Um, but we try, to do, we try to do it big for them to show that mommy and daddy work really hard so we can play really hard with you guys. Um, and then love hard. You know, Give it your all. When you love somebody, you invest in them and you love them. You don't love them halfway. You know, well, yeah, they're all right. You know, you go all out and you love because that's what Jesus did for us. So that is the impression that I want to leave for our little guys. For me, and to leave this impression on my two older daughters right now, is that mom had a relationship with God. And it's so important to have, first, a relationship with God for yourself. Because how can you be that anything else for them? How can you be a mom for them? How can you be a friend to them if you don't have a relationship with God? And that's so important. And the other thing is, is my mom loved to go to pray and go to church. And they know that at this age, because they're always calling me, Mom, will you pray with me? Mom, will you pray with me? Mom, will you pray with me? And, and that is the most important thing that I'd like to leave and make an impression on you guys is prayer changes things. So find someone and grab a hold of them and say, hey, will you pray with me? I'm going through this. Hey, I need help. Can you pray with me? And there's nothing that God he loves it when we go to him and pray. There's nothing that he doesn't want to give us. Nothing. He is a good God. And I just want to encourage you. He is. He's good. And don't ever go through anything alone. He didn't make us to go through life alone. We have each other. And coming to church on Sundays is a top priority in my life. And my children know that mom's at church. If we want to plan anything, we'll do it after church. And you know what? This is my life until I go home and be with heaven. I come to church on Sundays. And I believe that coming to Discovery Church because I believe God is doing something special here in Rona Park. I believe God is doing something special.
special, something awesome here in Discovery Church. And I believe because of the foundation that has been laid, my daughters, the legacy, my daughters will come to Discovery Church. I believe that. My daughter just bought a house here in Rana Park. I totally believe that with all of my heart. Discovery Church, they will come. I believe that. And it's my prayers and my faith that, that you know what? I trust God and that's keeping me strong. Amen. Yeah. That's so good. So good. Um, well, mine is actually pretty short and simple. What these ladies had to say is so powerful. So powerful. Um, but for me, it's just I want to leave a legacy where my kids can grow up and not have to worry. Sometimes we... Uh, underestimate how worry affects everything in your life, how worry can affect your health, how it can affect your relationships. I want my kids to grow up knowing that God has everything in control. They're, they don't have to worry about it. They don't have to worry about it. They're short this month for finances. Don't worry. God's got you. Like that is how I want my kids to live their life for eternity. So good. Can we give the moms a hand? Thank you for listening to Discovery Church Podcast. Remember, we will have a new message for you every Monday at 5 p.m. Make sure to like and subscribe, and you will be notified when a new episode is ready for listening.